It was a cool, breezy evening, a week before Halloween. Amy's family had gathered at the Iron Jay restaurant to host a group of people in honor of my visit. Amy's fun-loving parents, so full of life, played the role of gracious host, ensuring everyone invited was well taken care of. Amy's father made a point to seek me out and give me a big Texas-sized hug and assured me that I was welcome and I was part of the family. The atmosphere inside the restaurant was lively, filled with laughter and chatter. The gathering tonight was an impromptu celebration of my return and a reminder of how important family is, regardless of how dysfunctional. And though my time here was temporary, it was an effort to reconnect with my estranged father after 25 years, and it was a success. Dad and I finally made the effort and made the time to make amends, and our reunion was filled with heartfelt conversations and forgiveness, and now here we were sharing our reunion with our friends, family, and neighbors, basically our adopted family. Amidst of the bustling group of people, Andrea kept clear of the crowd, choosing to remain in the background, watching as Amy's family and my father shared the spotlight for the evening. As the night progressed, a sense of melancholy washed over me. The reality of accepting the job as a lead interior designer in Manhattan and the prospect of leaving Dad after such an emotional week loomed over me. I stepped out of the bustling restaurant, craving a moment of fresh air and a break from all the activity inside. The night air was cool and carried a scent of fresh, crisp fall evening. The sky was clear, and I was amazed at how many stars were visible shimmering in the nighttime sky, something that goes mostly unnoticed in New York due to the flood of city lights. I leaned against the deck's railing, took a deep breath, and closed my eyes for a moment, reveling in the quiet. In the distance, I heard the Iron Jay train as it began its pass through our sleepy little town. When I opened my eyes, I noticed Andreas standing nearby gazing at me with a soft smile. Our eyes met, and I couldn't help but return a smile and said, Hey. Andrea approached, her steps measured and deliberate. Mind if I join you, she asked. I shook my head. No, not at all. I'm glad you're here. And she said, Yeah, well, Amy insisted. <laughs> we both smiled at the thought of our beautiful mutual friend. Andrea went on to apologize for the argument this morning, saying, I had no place to do that. It's just that, well, um, well, what, I asked. <laughs> I was immediately attracted to you, she said. It was very intense, as if I'd known you a lifetime. But after you left, I realized we don't even know each other, and how I must have sounded like a crazy person. But there was a palpable connection between us. My breath caught in my throat, and my heart raced. 
I agree with her. I felt the same way. And I tried to speak. Andrea, I... Um, I was at a loss for words, overwhelmed by the confession. Andrea closed the remaining distance between us, her left hand gently on my chest, while her right hand placed a finger over my lips as to quiet me. I don't expect you to feel the same way, she whispered, but I needed you to know. Any hesitation I had at that point had melted away as she leaned in, her lips softly pressed against mine. It was a kiss filled with emotion, a silent confirmation of feelings that had been hiding in plain sight. As our lips parted and our eyes met, it was in that moment we both knew that our connection had a deepened into something truly special. Andrea rested her head on my shoulder as we embraced each other with no concern of time or any other matters. We were simply basking in the moment. After a while, Andrea said, you should get back in there since you kind of caused this party. <laughs> and I agreed. I said, yeah, I guess I should. Will you come with me? And she responded by saying, I will follow you anywhere. We walked back inside together, and you could immediately see the glances and the whispering start. It was harmless small-town gossip. And as the night continued into the late hours, a slow song came over the sound system, and Andrea asked me to dance. As I held her on the dance floor, recalling the past few weeks and my experiences with all the wonderful, loving people here, the sense of community, the unfiltered and unabashed love that they expressed for each other, my heart filled with love and my eyes with tears. Andrea lifted her head to look at me and asked, What's wrong? And I simply said, I don't want this moment to end. She assured me by saying, Roxy, sweetheart, it's okay. It only gets better from here. She went back to resting her head on my shoulder, and we swayed on an empty and dimly lit dance floor. The next morning was pretty much routine. It went on as normal with Cody prepping the breakfast, Dad cooking it, and me cleaning it. I asked to talk to Dad a moment, and Cody excused himself. And I said, no, please, this involves you too. And I confessed to Dad, Dad, I never thought I'd see the day when we could sit down like this. The past few weeks have been a roller coaster of conversations, arguments, and more importantly, understanding. And I was grateful for the chance to rebuild this relationship. And Dad admitted he was sad that he missed out on so much. And I said, yeah, it's been a long time, but I'm glad where we're at now. I want you to understand that this decision wasn't about rejecting you or our family. It was about embracing who I truly am. Dad sighed and said, I wish I understood that earlier. I regret things and I regret the fact that I pushed you away. I'm sorry. I said, Dad, it's all good. All is forgiven. I know it was hard for you too. The important thing is we're good now. And I stood there looking at the both of them and added, and whatever this is going on between you two, it's okay. We're all adults here. Just please, no secrets. And there was a pause. Cody looked over at my father, who was clearly searching for words. And he finally spoke. Roxy, the reason I called you in hopes of this reunion was because Cody pointed out the hypocrisy of my silence 
over your alternative life choice when I was secretly living my own. I asked, did mom know? And he said, no, there was nothing to know then. Our relationship had not happened until sometime after her passing. And I wrestled with it for years. And in fact, I'm still in the closet. I said, yeah, well, dad, the door's kind of open and we can all see in. <laughs> and Cody chuckled at that comment. I went on to say, first of all, I'm happy for you too, Dad, and for you too, Cody. I love you both. And I have to be honest, I hate the idea of leaving. I really wish I could stay. And Dad said, well, if the new job doesn't work out, you can come back here and have a job. And Cody added, I kind of hope you get fired next week. And I just smiled and reached for a hug from the both of them, saying, okay, you two, I plan on being back here for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so keep that in mind when Christmas shopping. We said our goodbyes. I walked out the door and got into the waiting car. I was becoming increasingly frustrated as I kept getting Andrea's voicemail and receiving no responses to my text. I decided to ask the driver to stop at a cafe so I could get some coffee. I happened to see Amy there, and we exchanged pleasantries. I thanked her for the party last night and asked her to extend my appreciation to her father and mother who she said was happy to see me and proud of my success. I insisted that they must remain in touch. Amy smiled and playfully said, Oh, you're going to be my excuse to visit New York more often. And I couldn't help but smile. I then asked, Do you happen to know where Andrea might be? She's not answering her phone. A sinister but playful grin appeared on her face as she began overacting and replied, Hmm, that's odd. Huh, I wish I could help Roxy, but I have no idea where she is right now at this very minute. <laughs> I knew she was up to something, but I had to let it go. But be aware that she was up to something. As I arrived in the bustling city and exited the cab in front of my building, I went inside my apartment, exhausted from my journey, and just dropped my bags right there by the door. Walked into the bedroom, started to remove my clothing when there was an unexpected knock at the door. I cautiously approached the door and peered through the peephole. My heart skipped a beat when I saw Andrea standing there. I opened the door and my jaw dropped in amazement and I said out loud, am I hallucinating? What are you doing here? She said, I told you. I would follow you anywhere.